Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 306 DGS. Happy Wednesday to you. Chet Pleban joins us. Hello, Chet. Hello, Dave. So I know we're going to talk about red light cameras. Let's start out with Donald Trump. I'm just watching yeah. it over Wheeler's head on CNN. Uh, Futureoftrump.org <laughs> unknown after fraud ruling going to trial Monday to establish damages. So most of us can will never be in the position uh, and really honestly can't even imagine. Uh, like you said that it's worth 500 million. It's only worth 200 million. Those are just like that's that that cotton's too tall for us. Help us to understand what the allegations against Trump.org were, what they did, why it was illegal, all that stuff. Well, yes, the allegations uh, were, and the court found, that Trump uh, engaged in repeated acts of fraud for many years. He lied on his financial statements to banks, to insurance companies. He he undervalued uh, his uh, assets. When it benefited him, he exaggerated his net worth when it when it benefited him Uh, and and all of this. And he obtained favorable loans that maybe he otherwise wouldn't have gotten uh, for lots and lots and lots of money. So he engaged in a course of conduct. And so there were eight counts to the, the civil case that the attorney general of New York filed. And the attorney general can bring an action against anyone or any business for repeated or persistent fraud or illegal conduct. Uh, that was count one of the eight-count pleading. Uh, and count one involved what's called an executive law, and that is the executive law. So what the, what the court did was the court looked at this, and remember, this is a document case. And we, we talked about this right after, I, I don't even remember how long ago it was, but right after the attorney general filed the lawsuit, what we said was, well, wait, these are documents. These are documents. These are financial statements. These are things that, you know, uh, that he gave to insurance companies. He gave the banks to secure coverage, whether it be loans or insurance coverage. And so this is a pretty ready-made case for the attorney general. Either it's there or it's not. And so the court looked at these documents and sustained what is called a motion for summary judgment. Now, what's a motion for summary judgment? Well, people will say, well, wait a minute. Uh, Trump was denied a trial. He didn't get a trial. Um, And that's true. On the question of liability, he does not get a trial because in any any trial, 
the jury makes a determination as to whether or not there are facts uh, in dispute. Uh, and the court makes the determination on what the applicable law is. In this particular case, when the court reviewed the documents uh, that were in evidence uh, and presented by both sides, the court concluded that there is no dispute of any material facts. So therefore, there is nothing for the trier of fact, whether it be a judge or a jury, to decide. There's only a question of, of law. Uh, that's on liability. In other words, did he violate the executive law and did he go ahead and, and repeatedly and persistently engage in fraud and illegal conduct? The answer to that, the court found, was yes. Now, he does get his trial uh, to the extent that the bench is going to try him. The court is going to try phase two, and that is what are the particular penalties? What are the damages? Uh, did, did he, uh, and, and that involves, to a certain extent, did he violate the New York Penal Code? Now, this is a civil case, but the question becomes, well, what did he, what did he do with respect to these insurance companies? Did he intend to go ahead and mislead? Did he intend to commit the fraudulent acts? And if he did, uh, then, then the court will not only uh, find him guilty on the liability side, but they'll also find him guilty and assess whatever damages are appropriate. Now, the biggest part of all of this at the moment is that uh, a, a um, receiver uh, is going to be appointed. Those businesses, Trump can no longer do business. His certification to do business in the state of New York, um, this court has looked at it and concluded that he is not a fit individual and his businesses are not fit to, to perform um, any sort of business in New York City, which now involves um, a lot of his real estate holdings. And so these limited liability corporations um, have to go. And so what, what now has to happen is that a receiver uh, has to be appointed to take a look at this and see what you do to, to essentially dissolve these corporations, which, which could have dramatic effect uh, as far as Trump's concerned. In other words, he could eventually be evicted from that little penthouse that he claimed uh, was, was uh, what, 30,000 feet. And the actual footage in that, now this is the place where he lives. The actual footage was some, someplace around 11,000. Now, this, this is a guy who is in the real estate business. He lives in this particular penthouse suite in Trump Tower, and he can't figure out what the square footage of that, and, and he misses it by, by a third. Uh, I mean, just overvalues it by a third. So, again, you know, the, the court looks at that stuff. And they say, you know, no credible individual um, would would value a place where you live uh, at at uh, you know more than a third of its value. Right. So, so, so that that's 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 crazy. So, Chad, um, 
most billionaires, I would guess, uh, like Donald Trump, don't just have billions of dollars at Regents Bank. They have, you know, real estate and they have holdings and things like this. So would it be a logical conclusion that if this court is correct and the numbers I'm hearing is that he was uh, inflating things by a factor of three or four, that if Donald Trump has always claimed to have four or five billion dollars, that one billion may be closer to the truth, which is a billion more than I'm ever going to have. But it's it's quite a change. And if he gets hit for a quarter billion, that's a real bite out of his possible actual net worth. It, it's a huge bite. I, I never believed, based upon all the statements that this guy has made over the years, I have never, ever believed that he is worth what he claims to be to be worth. Um, so, yes, that will be a huge hit on him uh, someplace down the road, um, you know. It's, you have to look at also his kids are impacted by this, at least his two sons. And, and so, you know, he drags them into this. And, and I, you know, I don't know whether they were willing or unwilling participants, but those businesses that they were a part of, those businesses that, that they used to, to feed their families um, now are on the verge of, of being lost altogether. So, you know, it's a sad day all the way around. And, and then this guy uh, is going to face 91 counts of, of uh, criminal charges uh, in four separate criminal indictments. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much worse it can get uh, for him. Um, this one is probably more real. I would think. I mean, I, I don't know about you. I still kind of think of him as being supernatural, that there's no way. I think, like, Judge Cannon is obviously helping him out, Mar-a-Lago. They're setting trial dates so far out that they're probably never going to get tried before the election. I think he still has, amazingly, a very good chance of being elected in, in, in 2024, which means he can, he can pardon himself, and he certainly will. Um, but, I, but this one he can't get out of. This one he can't get out of, and I, I totally agree with you. Uh, every time we talk about this guy, you know, I, I think he's the Teflon man. I mean, everything that happens to him bounces off of him. Um, and, but eventually, Dave, I believe, I firmly believe that in this justice system, I believe that he is at some level going to be convicted of, of one out of those 91 counts at least, and I, I agree with you that this case, uh, this civil case, is, is going to hit him in his pocketbook uh, and, and it's going to hit his ego because now you, you pull back the curtain on the question of what is his real net worth. And so if you lie and, and you cheat uh, on, on these uh, financial statements, then you can't possibly be worth what you claim to be worth. And, and you go back to the, the period of time that he was sending phony, um, I, I guess, uh, news clippings to various emails claiming that he was worth more. Now, this goes back a long way, claiming that he was worth a lot more than he actually was. So this isn't something that just developed overnight for this guy. This this is something I think that's been going on. And now it's culminated in some some serious stuff, some very, very serious stuff. Okay, about, so, uh, so about two, I will see. two minutes left in this segment. I know you want to talk about red light cameras. You're not a fan of them. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm definitely not a fan of them. This was uh, was a, a cash cow for the for the uh, city of St. Louis and other municipalities 
that use them um, until and, and what they would do is they would say, OK, you made a right turn on red, but you didn't come to a com- complete stop. That was the basis for a lot of of these these uh, tickets that were issued. So then you get a ticket in the mail because only because they couldn't tell if you were driving the car, but they got your license plate. They knew you owned the car. So therefore, you were guilty of violating that that light, whether or not you were anywhere near that car at the time. And so if you said, hey, uh, it wasn't me driving. Then they said, okay, well, we'll, we'll pull the ticket uh, as long as you tell us who was driving. So, so if, if, if your grandmother was driving your car, you, you had to, to tell them, you know, it was my grandmother driving the car. And so she's the guilty party. And it was only until in, t- in 2015 that the Supreme Court said, no, 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 this isn't the way to do it. That's backwards. You, you, you have the presumption of innocence and you, the burden is on the city to prove it. And that's when they required you have to do facial recognition. The problem with doing facial recognition to determine who is driving the car is it's a lot of work for the police. That's why they didn't want to do it before, because now you have to figure out you see somebody, you see a face of somebody in a vehicle. Now you have to figure out who that face is in order to to go ahead and and issue them the ticket. And the other the other thing I think that uh, that the media covered at the time was that there was some legislator that was in the car with his girlfriend. And apparently um, uh, he didn't want his face disclosed either. And so therefore they didn't want to do facial recognition or any kind of facial, uh, any sort of facial proof. So they went with just whatever and just you're guilty and, and you paid your money, but here's the other interesting part. There were no points assessed which also tells me that it was nothing more than a cash cow. I, and, you know, they'll, they'll say now that it's going to be used to, to, to in a general use fund, whatever that is. But, uh, you know, I, I can't believe that it's going to be used um, the way they're telling everybody that it's going to be used. But right. we'll see. All right. Good stuff. Thank you, Chet. We appreciate it. You bet. 324 DGSK. Random stuff. There's this case you can look it up. Uh, I hate, I know, Wheels, you love prank stuff. I hate prank stuff. <laughs> I and thought he was pranking me on the break, and I got no! so nervous. <laughs> this, wasn't even thinking about it. This teenage kid is a YouTube pranker, and he ended up getting shot. And the guy's on trial now for shooting him. And they were all dressed like clowns, and they were driving rascal scooters through grocery stores and stuff. And this guy was getting in his car, and this kid ran up on him. And shoved his cell phone in the guy's face, and it was playing something that's like, you know, you're a douchebag or something like that. And the guy's shoving him away and get away, get away. And he obviously scared the crap out of him. And he gets right back in his face, and it's all on film. And he, he and he's like shoving the phone in his face. And the guy pulls out a gun, fires one shot, hits the kid in the chest. And it's like dividing the internet. And the kid's parents are like, he's a good kid. He's just having fun and trying to make a living. Mm. And people are like, you cannot run up on people, especially yeah. in this day and age with something metal and shiny in your or even just if you know it's a cell phone. I'm I'm completely on the side of the guy who shot yep. the kid. I love mm. pranks, but that's not a prank. That's being a jerk. It's harassment. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's terrorizing people that you don't know. And, and one the thing kid is, said, I didn't think it would scare him. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Okay. Well, first of all, then why are you doing it? Isn't the whole point to scare people and get a reaction? That's why you're filming it. Well, see, that's this thing is 
I like pranks, but the best ones are the ones when you're pranking people you know. Mm. You should be running around freaking out strangers. Because, number one, you don't know what they're going through, what has happened to them in the past, whether they've been mugged before. Yeah. I mean, you can't be doing that. There's a, there's this one guy who I think is insane. I don't know why people think it's funny, but he'll, like, walk around the streets, like, in a big city, and he just eyeballs people and stares at them. I've seen that. And then he's like, what? What's up? Like, he's going to do something. And these guys, some of these guys are like, hey, Square let's go. Him, yeah. yeah. I mean, and then, then he he's runs. like, just do it. He's just like, it's do a it. joke. It's a joke. Like, don't, don't do that. That's how you're going to get hurt. That's not a prank. That's a person being an idiot. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this? Wildlife experts say that it is uh, terrible to have fake spider webs on your house for Halloween because real animals can get caught. I'm torn because... I kind of like, shut up, quit taking away all of our fun. I kind of don't care about crickets, <laughs> but I also yeah. don't want to be just like, you know. I think that's everybody's personal choice to make, right? I mean, if that's something that bothers you, then don't put the webs up. But to say it's terrible, like it's morally reprehensible to put up the fake spider webs, I'm not so sure. What's the line that it would have to cross to be a problem? Puppies. Like, Yeah, yeah Puppies, but what if it's catching birds? Yeah, they're How fine. many birds? I mean, yeah. like if what it catches, kind of birds? If it catches a couple birds, hey, that's just like, that's cool for the decoration. I mean. <laughs> wow. Okay. Way there. to go low. Also, there's <laughs> a bunch of dead hummingbirds, and they're like, ooh, spooky. Yeah. I, I have been, you know, when you're on TikTok, every video you can press it and say not interested. Yep. And I've been doing that to like every other one and it's given me such glee i feel like it's like cleaning out an attic or something <laughs> and it makes me want to do that in my life like don't you wish yeah. life not could, interested like, not interested people in your life whatever just like push it and go not interested like but i've been that's mostly what i do on tiktok now I just go nope not interested not interested not interested uh, welcome back guys dgs Coming up at 4 p.m., we're going to talk to chris cuomo lots of stuff to talk to him about right now we have dave murray on the phone hello dave Hello there. So the way my house is set up, my bedroom, like I never hear storms. I just, I just don't. But I got in the middle of the night, and I'm like, "Whoa, look at that! There's a storm." Uh, what do we have going on last night? How much do we get? Uh, you know, again, there are some folks who saw nothing at all. There are other folks who saw downpour of rain for over an hour. There were folks who had the ground covered with hail, but it was just one of those things that kind of formed over the area. Then another batch formed late at night. And that same thing could happen today, except I think it's going to happen over southeast Missouri and southern Illinois and not for the St. Louis area. So it was just one of those things. We were very warm yesterday, mm -hmm. pretty close to 90 degrees, and the atmosphere just decided to pop. And it looks like this goes on, like, for days and days. Yeah, this is a, uh, this is a very warm spell a dry spell for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and probably well into next week. Let's just broad brush it and say the high tomorrow is 85 degrees. The high Friday, Saturday, and Sunday about 88 degrees. The record on Thursday is 97. The record on Friday is 102 degrees. So warm, yes, but nothing, nothing weird, nothing record-wise. Okay. Can I say the dumbest thing I've said all day? <laughs> yeah, well, and, and before you say that, yep. you'll be able to see the moon tonight. Well, it's the full harvest moon. Don't dunk on me. I mean, if, <laughs> if people don't know this story. It was like a few months ago, there was some big giant supermoon, 
and I could not friggin' find it. I, I was out there, and I looked like a ninny running around the neighborhood and looking for it, looking for it, and I finally Googled. I actually took a screenshot of my Google page, uh, which was pretty brave, and it said, like, what did it say? Where is the Where moon? Where is the moon? Yes, this is 59 years old. I can't find the GD moon. <laughs> Speaking of 50, 50, this one kind of blew me away, and here's why it's dumb, because he's not really of my generation, whatever, but uh, Mario Lopez just turned 50. Wow. Yeah. That's right? Yeah. That's yeah. amazing, isn't it? I saw right? an article today that was like, millennials, all of the people you know growing up are turning 50. It's freakish. Yeah. He, he's kind of got the uh, Ryan Seacrest, Dick Clark aging thing, where he's looks like he's 35 when yeah. he's 50. I don't know. I don't know. I always ask my mom, like, what makes you feel older? That you're 96, that I'm 59, that Phoebe's in college, and it's always the younger. She's like, Phoebe in college. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, that's the one I can't believe. It makes me feel old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Helen Dredge? Brought to you by Schnooks. Get personalized savings delivered to you in an instant with the Schnooks Rewards app. All right, so a NASA astronaut has returned home after a record 371 days aboard the ISS. Astronaut Frank Rubio is finally home after his record stay uh, landed this morning. His stint breaks the world record for longest spaceflight by a U.S. astronaut. The previous record was set last year. Okay, let me say something. I know that we're going to progress. We're going to evolve. Technology is going crazy. We're about to hit the singularity in AI. I get all that. We've been to the moon, going to Mars. I get it. But something in me just tells me, like, we're not meant to be there. Like, it's so... That's what I'm saying. It's so deadly. Everything about it is just so absolutely deadly to us. Mm -hmm. And this guy, God love him. Thanks for setting the record, but he's going to come back and be about eight inches tall. Well, I mean, <laughs> it was a spacecraft issue that extended his stay by about six months. He says if, if he would have known he would have been up there for over a year, he probably would have declined yeah. taking the trip. Counterpoint to the space thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are definitely human beings that felt that way about the oceans one day. Yeah, and look how that's yep. going. We shouldn't be doing that either. No, but you're, we cross no, oceans. No, you're right. There haven't been any giant high-profile fro- uh, ocean-related crises that happened this year. <laughs> oh, so then they should because never we have went done it. to a place that we should yep. not and have yes. been. You wouldn't We're exist if people yes. didn't cross an ocean. That's okay. None of us would exist. <laughs> Fine. 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 No, f- nothing. Let us stay by the no. fire. Stay warm. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I, Every, everyone's totally... still on the same Yeah, if everybody had just stayed in their own villages hmm. back in the day. I can survive one. I can survive one those atmosphere, I better right. go where there's 1,700 atmospheres. Our ability to spread out is why our species still exists. Yeah, I'm against it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't live at the Actually, bottom of the ocean, Kevin. What? <laughs> You're saying that we should go to the bottom of the ocean because spreading no. out is how we survive. No, I'm saying we crossed oceans when people at that time said, we can't do that. We can't. We're yeah. not meant to do that. We went over the sons of guns. We, we didn't were... go under them. <laughs> what are you talking guns. about? That has nothing to do with anything. You're crossing. You're crossing a distance. That's what you're doing. We well, people weren't meant to fly, but we do. Yeah, but we shouldn't if, have. Oh. But, but what if what was waiting on the other side of that ocean was a barren wasteland with no oxygen? <laughs> okay, but uh, it wasn't. Yeah, but we're saying that's what but space. What if the is. Earth was flat? Wait, but we Mars, don't. We're not Kevin Mars. You're <laughs> not going to space. You're trying to find other places to visit in space. You're not like you know what? Let's just hang around where there's nothing. Well, I don't think any of it sound like that. <laughs> I don't want to go to space. I don't realize you guys are all a bunch of scary cats. Well, we, we are. are. We absolutely are, Kevin. Hello. <laughs> all 
All right, moving on here. <laughs> Adventurers are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a banknote is selling for big bucks. A $10,000 Great Depression-era banknote has a new owner. It was bought in at $480,000 at the Long Beach Expo currency auction in Dallas, Texas last week. It was in high-grade condition, issued in 1934, and features the face of late U.S. President Abraham Lincoln's Treasury Treasury Secretary, Salmon P. Chase. What? Yep, that's what it says. I I know every word you just said and none of it made any sense. Is it because I said treasury? That didn't help. <laughs> I actually understood that one. I would never have guessed his name was Salmon. I hope it is Salmon because I definitely just said that to everybody on KMOX. <laughs> but that's what it says in the story, people. If, Look, I, if I by some miracle have another child, that child will be named Salmon. Boy, girl, or indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> and they will never cross the sea. They're going to stay right in their little stay, village where we grew right. up. They're not even allowed to look for the moon. Yeah. His name was Salmon. Don't cross that plane. There could be nothing on the other side. Exactly our point. Yeah, there could be There could be a literal <laughs> desert of death that stretches yep. on for Don't cross that miles. Mississippi. It might be a wasteland on the other side. Well, it is. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Also, Kevin, consider... I just got it. Also, Kevin, consider that you already know that on the other side of that ocean, which is also a deadly ocean with no oxygen, there's a place, that, like, wherever you're going is going to be completely inhospitable with no oxygen and no plants, <laughs> no nothing. Wheeler's looking at me like Andrew is saying the craziest thing in the world. Well, and Andrew's acting like Richard, like uh, like Christopher Hitchens debating Dinesh D'Souza or something <laughs> at Harvard. <laughs> yeah, he stumped you. I, no, no, no. <laughs> no I'm actually really did. confused because we know what we're going to where the people who crossed the ocean had no idea. They thought they might fall off the earth. We're just kidding with you. Dang it. Just messing with yeah. you. Hold on, let me get the hook out you, of my you cheek. You just got carved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Oh. We're actually fine with crossing oceans. Yeah. I'll go to space. I don't care. I'll go now. Uh. He convinced me. Um, man, all my stories are bad. I can't decide which one we're doing. <laughs> just not good today. Sorry. <laughs> not the best headline segment in the world. I mean, I said that guy's name was Salmon, and I'm not 100% sure. It is. No, I looked it up. It's Salmon P. Chase. There you go. Treasury what Secretary. Pronounced it? Treasury. Stop saying treasury. That's not a word. <laughs> okay. Clorox wipes are in short supply because they were. <laughs> what? I don't know. I told I was just, you. I was just waiting for the next blockbuster. So. <laughs> I told you it's not good today. Um, they're in short supply because Clorox was hit with a ransomware attack mm. and they're still recovering from that. So if you're having a hard time picking up your Clorox products, it's because they are still recovering from their cybersecurity attack. Should have called ThrottleNet. Do you know that some people use wet wipes instead of toilet paper? Yeah. I don't think Clorox, yeah. probably, unless they have some sort of well, medical they, issue. Dude, but dude wipes. That, uh, <laughs> there's a whole brand. Yeah, but that's actually supposed to be really bad for... Plumbing? The plumbing system, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, sewer system and septic system. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were supposed to use the wet wipes along with toilet paper. Like afterwards? Well, at the same time? Like you wipe with toilet paper, <laughs> then you go in with the wet wipe, then you dry yourself with the toilet paper. Who's got time for this? Yeah. Well, so People who want to be extra clean. Since we're on the topic. You're supposed to triple up on it? That's what I thought. Ha- have you seen this? There's a lady on TikTok who says that we shouldn't use any of those things. Which we do. Just water in your hand. Oh. Mm, no, I will not now. be doing that. And I'm not either. I think it's ridiculous, but it's definitely out there. And here's the logic that she applies. She's like, well, what would happen 
if you were cleaning up after your dog and some got on your hand, would you go get toilet paper or would you go wash your hand? And I'm like, that's not the same thing. Sometimes no. it's just not going to suffice. You know? Yeah, I'm. Tell us more, Rage. <laughs> Why does that have to be me? Because you're the one who just said it. Well, it's just not Sam, enough. Sam and P. Perkins? Some, some situations are worse than others. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know of any good enough for my hand in water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I I've don't, never been in one of those situations. I'm no. just saying that that's definitely a thing that people are talking about, and it's uh, ridiculous. I had to go at my therapist's house today. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. How did that go? I mean... <laughs> As well as it could. Did you like turn the water on? Oh, I always did. So they thought you were taking a bath. I, I turned the shower on. <laughs> yeah, I, I took a nice shower. And I here. flushed like five times. I'm sure he's like, yeah, he's just peeing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I threw all my headline stories Who in the trash. Who at the therapist's house? Uh, hey, look, hey, we gotta listen, go. That's what I was going to say. My philosophy is wherever necessary. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Yeah. We don't love to have a choice. Sometimes you do. He's in the middle of diagnosing me. I'm like, can you hold that thought? Yeah. Because I can't hold on anymore. Do you ever have like a Ranger Rick? I just realized I didn't shower this morning. Give me a minute. You come back out like, I don't know about you. I feel much better after this session. Thank you. You ready to give up the ghost on? Yeah. Sorry about that whole thing. Yeah, that's fine. We accept your apologies. Uh, Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Okay. (laughs) Dave's like, I don't like the poo jokes. There are days where he just can't with us. I think he liked it. I think you like the fight between you two. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Did you really think we were against crossing the oceans? Uh, no, no, no. Well, oh. for a minute, and then I realized it. <laughs> I just bit my tongue laughing. <laughs> I'm, having quite a, I'm having quite a bad day. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. If I died today... I would stand a pretty good chance of getting in. Mm-hmm. You know, some angel be like, here's a guy that pooped in his therapist's voice today, and he bit, his, he bit his tongue laughing. Let him in. You had a rough day. He earned Let him it. In. He earned it. 353 DGS. Man, is this apropos of nothing. But I don't think I'm bringing in any more roasters for lunch. Why? I don't know. There is just something wrong about the way we all went at it, like a bunch of vultures. Yeah. I uh, So I kept eating after you guys left. <gasps> <laughs> I know, shocking. <laughs> try and uh, try and control your surprise. And then uh, our friend Debbie Monterey walked in while Debbie I Monterey was... ate some of the roaster. No, but when she walked in while I was sitting by myself at that at our lunch <laughs> table, picking on a carcass, carving uh, little chunks <laughs> off of it to eat, and she walked in and said, "Oh, a, a roasted chicken." And I was like, "Yep." <laughs> my roasted, and I was just I was filled with so she's like, "So what else is new?" I was like, "Nothing." As I carve off little. Chunks, embarrassingly. There's also a little bit of unnecessary drama that comes with the rotisserie chicken because I was eating some, Dave was eating some, and then Andrew goes, if nobody cares, I'm going to take this delicious looking piece. And I go to, I go to say, no, I'm about to, and Dave goes, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so I'm over there like, Ugh. You already well, had it picked out? I already had my eyes, so, my sights set on it, mm, but that's thought, okay. So I thought that might have been the case because I saw you looking at it, but then you didn't go for it. So I was like, all right, maybe it's safe. So I'm going to ask. <laughs> So I so I asked who, who is gonna say no to you? I don't know. You guys can say no. I won't. I, I, I won't. David like, already given the go ahead. I won't like steal it from you if you don't want. Me to. <laughs> it looked. It was really good though. It looked Everyone really here good. has to think we're crazy, right? Well, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. We're like Spanky and the R Gang. <laughs> mean, we like move in a group. <laughs> we're all sharing the same chicken. <laughs> the same chicken. We're, we're all getting mad at each Wheeler's other. Wheeler's the only one with any dignity. He like <laughs> yeah, doesn't all even the, sit at the table with we're us. We're descending no with room. knives out. That's out a really, the, really the small chicken. table. And go, and I'm like, may I have this piece? And Rachel's like, no, it's my piece. <laughs> it's my precious. I'm just silently resenting him all day. <laughs> but it looks and bringing it up on the air. I'm like, but it looks so delicious. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.